Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, world. My name is Reverend Adrian L. Robinson II, a.k.a. Rev. Rob, a.k.a. Pastor Rob, a.k.a. whatever you want to call me. Just please make sure it's a godly something. <laughs> Amen? Friends, this is Deeper in the Word, the show where we give you the real about Scripture with people who actually know and understand it so that you can get a better grasp of what certain things in the Bible mean and how they relate to your life and experience and how you can apply something that was written so long ago to what you are going through right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another fun-filled, fantabulous episode of this little podcast we call Deeper in the Word. And friends, we've got an amazing, quite interesting show today. Uh, as we speak from the subject entitled Divine Awakening. Divine awakening. And friends, that is exactly what we see happening in the world today. Literally thousands of former non-believers and followers of other faiths have suddenly started coming to the knowledge of who Christ is. And as a result, they're accepting him as their Lord and Savior. In other words, God is opening the eyes of people to the truth. That's the divine awakening that we're speaking about here. And if you've been listening to our show over the last year, then you know that one of the places where this divine awakening is truly exploding is in the country of Iran. Now, I know that there are many people out there maybe getting asking why we're covering this topic again. Well, a couple reasons. First and foremost, because it's important. Now, you know Benevolent Faith Ministries, the sponsor behind Deeper in the Word, is a global virtual church. So we will always give a voice and provide a platform for those in the kingdom and other parts of the world. That's part of who we are. And the church recognizes Christ's followers and believers on a global scale, not just a local one. And when we're talking about monumental change in the fulfillment of the Great Commission, there is unquestionably no greater evidence for God's miraculous power at work in this regard than what's going on in the Middle East, especially in a country like Iran, which has traditionally not only been Muslim, but oppressively Muslim to the point of persecuting anyone of the Christian faith. But friends, there have been those who have stepped up in the name of Christ over the years in that country, despite the opposition and persecution they face, and who have led the charge for helping to bring about this divine awakening. And so to that end, we are very excited to have a very special guest, someone whose organization is actually a friend of ours, one of our friends of the show. And now we are blessed to have the founder and president of that organization here to join us. And just how well-versed is our special guest on this phenomenon that's taking place in Iran? Well, in addition to being known as the most influential Iranian-American alive, many people call him the Billy Graham of Iran. So that should tell you all you need to know about his role and the impact he and his organization and his ministry are having. Now, by way of background, our special guest today is the author of the book, Iran's Great Awakening, which is the number one source of information about what is happening in Iran today and how the Bible prophecies align with current events. We're going to get to all of that. Now, he uses the medium of satellite TV to broadcast the gospel into Iran and the Middle East. He's been doing this since 2001, and they've seen tens of thousands of Iranian Muslims come to Christ. And their channel, called Shabeka 7, he'll correct me if that's wrong, if I pronounce that wrong, is the most watched Christian channel in Iran with over 6 million daily viewers. That's 7.7% of the population. Over 20 million people watch it weekly. And his ministry has been featured 
all throughout media around the world, Christianity Today, Charisma, World Magazine, and other publications. He's been a guest on various radio and TV stations, such as CBN 700 Club, Daystar, and TBN. And friends, he's here to tell us all about how he firmly believes that Iran will be the first Islamic nation that turns to Christ in fulfillment of biblical prophecy. Deeper in the word, please give a warm welcome to today's special guest and our new friend of the show, Dr. Hormo Shadiat. Dr. Shadiat, how are you, sir? Well, very well, talking to you, and I'm encouraged already about, by your presentation. <laughs> and it's an honor to be on your show. We are so glad to have you, and I was telling you off the air, and everyone knows that listens to us regularly, Miss um, Lily Meshi of Iran Alive is absolutely one of our favorite guests of all time, and we consider her family and a friend of the show. And y'all, this is the gentleman that got her started. So if you could, Dr. S., please... Tell us, share your personal history and background with our audience. Sure. I was born in Iran as a Muslim, and I was pretty devout in my early years. But then when I became a teenager, I said, this doesn't make sense. Hmm. Just memorizing these prayers and repeating them five times a day doesn't add anything to my life. So I said, just be a good person and focus on science. I wanted to come to U.S., get a Ph.D. in science, and become a research scientist. So I focused on studies. And uh, uh, in, uh, on 79, 1979, during the Iranian Islamic Revolution, mm. I was a young man. I was on the streets of Tehran, and I was shouting death to Shah and death to America. But I want to assure you, I've changed my mind about America and Shah. Mm-hmm. I, I've I sing God bless America today, and I mean that. This is a blessed nation. So I came to the U.S. for my Ph.D. program. I went to University of Southern California and uh, uh, studied AI, artificial intelligence. As, as a student, I got interested in spiritual things. I said, maybe I'm ignoring God. Uh, let, me, um, let me study the Quran and Islam, and if it's true, I'm going to give my life to serving Islam, mm-hmm. become a good Muslim, and serve Islam. But uh, I said I'm going to read Quran. I knew a lot, but I studied Quran, and it didn't add anything to my life. Mm-hmm. And where is God? How does He relate to my life? So I said, uh, if God has written other books like Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, and I'm very open-minded researcher. I'm going to read that. I don't think I'm going to find anything new mm. because I believe Islam is the last religion. Quran is the most complete book. So I didn't expect to find anything yeah. new. I read uh, a little bit of Old Testament Genesis. I said, let me read some New Testament. I went to Matthew and reading the book of Matthew. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I encountered Jesus and mm. I didn't know what to do with him. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Islam, they say Jesus is just a prophet, right. and uh, Quran is much better than Bible. Everything in the Bible is in Quran and more. But when I read the Sermon on the Mount, I realized, no, this is beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's not in the Quran. Yes. So, who is right? Who is this Jesus? <laughs> so I struggled for a few months of uh, studying, you know. I, I, I was thinking, you know, I, I didn't have a class that summer of 1980. I said, um, 
I can read this book uh, in three days. I'm going to spend 16 hours a day. I'm going to read through the whole Bible in three days so I can proudly tell other people, hey, I've read Quran and I've read the Old Testament. I've read the New Testament. How about you? I'm a good researcher. So out of pride, really, I read the Old Testament, New Testament. But the more I studied, I realized both cannot be true. Mm. I had this intellectual idea that, oh, my, all religions are the same. Why do they fight? If you really study them, they all converge. They basically say the same thing. That's what I thought before. But when I compared the Bible and Quran, I realized both cannot be true. Mm. There are two types of God. Allah is not Jehovah. Jehovah is not Allah. Mm. So after a few months of struggle, I went to a church in downtown Los Angeles. That's where I heard the simple message of the gospel. But you know what? That simple message that even a child can understand transformed my life mm. and healed my marriage. We were at the verge of divorce, and my wife came to Christ. I came to Christ. We canceled our divorce. And, and I got excited. This is, I said, Wow, this simple message can transform lives, heal mm. marriages, heal relationships, can transform even nations. I am selfish if I don't share that with others. And, I, and I hope every, every Christian feels that way. Absolutely. That we are selfish if we don't share the gospel. So uh, that's when I started sharing the gospel in Southern California. Uh, what an amazing story. Um, how did you come to found Iran Alive and... How does the work that Iran Alive does um, really affect uh, the gospel in Iran, reach the gospel, uh, reach the uh, Iranian people with the gospel, the work that you're doing? Well, it was uh, it grew gradually. The beginning, I shared the gospel. Iranians were not open. A few people came to Christ. I worked really hard witnessing, but there's... Uh, very few people came to Christ in the beginning. This is like in the 80s. Mm -hmm. and uh, But I continued, and I remember one day I was on the street of uh, Los Angeles passing out tracts to uh, Iranians who were demonstrating against Shah. So I remember passing out tracts that they would not get it. They would not read it. And one person took it, looked at it, and just tore it up and put it under the, his feet and he looked at my eyes and he said you are a traitor mm. not just to islam but to your own country mm. and so but at that moment pastor rob i i felt i i heard god in my heart saying don't lose heart continue Amen. many of these people who are rejecting christianity will someday come to come to christ Absolutely. and why heard this that God said, I will, I will do something in Iran that Islam will be dishonored and destroyed. Just mm -hmm. wait at me. Mm -hmm. So that was a start uh, of something. I said, I'm going to be a part of it. And then the, uh, another thing happened that uh, it increased my commitment. I was just a couple years old in the Lord, and they arrested my younger brother in Iran, mm -hmm. minor political charges. And uh, they kept him. He was 16 years old. Can you believe it? 16 wow. years old. And they kept him for two years, and then they executed him. 
They told my mom, come and get his body. And when my mom went to get his body, they charged my mom for the bullets that they killed their son. So she had to pay money. And that impacted my life. I, for two, three days, I was mourning. I said, God, what is this? This is injustice. As a Christian, what is my role? First, I felt like revenge. Then I realized, no, 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 no. As a Christian, the Lord says, revenge belongs to me. You're not supposed to do that. So I said, Lord, I just hate them. Oh, no, you're not supposed to hate. You even have to love your enemies. Oh, my gosh. Okay, what am I do for this injustice? I'm angry. And then I remembered the Bible says you cannot be angry. If you're angry at somebody, you've killed them in, in your heart already. So I said, God, I, as a Christian, should I just watch injustice around the world? Can I at least uh, curse and cuss a little bit so I can feel better? <laughs> and I thought, no, 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 you cannot do that. You worship with your mouth. So I was frustrated to God, show me. This is injustice in this world. They killed my brother. As a Christian, what should I do? Mm-hmm. And you know, Pastor Rob, I heard this. Number one, he said, those who killed your brother are not your enemies. They are victims in the hand of one enemy, mm-hmm. which is Satan. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. mercy on them. Have compassion on them. Mm-hmm. They do mm-hmm. not know what they're doing. They need it. to be saved. I Actually, love, love them. Their enemies love them. I and did I? so I... I said, how can I, how can I hurt my number one or only enemy, which is Satan? And I felt God said, the only way to hurt Satan is to evangelize. Because when one person comes to Christ, we know that. Yes. That one person comes to Christ, there is rejoicing in heaven yes. and happy morning in the yes. gates of hell. Yes. So I said, God, I dedicate my life to evangelizing. Oh Give me the power. Give me the strength. Give me the wisdom. I don't know how to evangelize. Use me. And I said, by the way, Lord, if I dedicate my life to evangelize Muslims, may I ask you to use me to bring one million Muslims to Christ? Mm. I did not know what they are saying, and the Iranians were not that open. I did not know years later we're going to do 24-7 satellite broadcasts over the heads of the mullahs into people's homes. Wow. I did not know there were mm-hmm. there going to be tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people over the last 20 some years who would come to Christ. God is faithful. A yes. shy, introvert, nerd engineer. That's what I was. <laughs> and God used me. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, that is an incredible story. And that's your story. I know in your travels, in your ministry, you have probably encountered some absolutely incredible conversion stories. If you could, can you tell us one of one of the best ones, one of the most memorable ones? Any, uh, the, the great thing is the gospel is powerful. That's mm-hmm. why Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's absolutely. the power of God. All we need to do is share the gospel, and the Lord does the rest. I've seen many uh, dramatic conversions, and the Lord is uh, doing his part by opening the hearts of people, also with visions, dreams, and and miracles happening. And uh, many are coming to Christ. The Iranians are so open 
to the gospel. Let me let me share you uh, the story of, of a miracle. Um, miracles. I there's so many, but let me let me share this one. It kind of like sums it up okay. as what God is doing in Iraq. Okay. So this man this man calls me. Um, I'm on the air, and he says, I, I I try to I try to imitate him. So this was a man called. <laughs> he said monotone. He he said after hormones three months ago, I had liver problem. I called you. You prayed for my liver, and my liver was healed. I went to doctor next day. He said, you don't need surgery. You don't even need your medicine anymore. So he mm. was sharing this. Mm. I was excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, oh, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, he heals. He heals livers. He does miracles. Then he continued. Then I had a friend who had cancer. I prayed for his cancer. And his cancer was gone was totally healed. Oh, hallelujah. That's me. Jesus heals cancers. Then he said, I had a family member who had tumor in her head. I went to her house. I put my hand on the tumor and I prayed and the tumor was gone. Oh, Lord. oh hallelujah. Jesus heals tumors. <laughs> hallelujah. So, <laughs> few minutes of this, Mm-hmm. Uh, he was giving testimony after testimony, but no emotions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. monotone, and I was excited. So after a few minutes of testimonies, guess what he said? He mm-hmm. said this, Pastor Hormos, why are you so excited? Have you read your Bible? This is normal. Oh, my. This is normal. <laughs> Christianity. Oh man. Okay, just out of curiosity, where would do you know where he was from? Oh, he, he was from Tehran, yes. That Tehran. is unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Miracles are happening so much that people expect it. It's normal in Iran. Visions and dreams all the time happening. I can share many, many stories about visions and dreams of oh. the man. With the white robe appearing to mm, them, mm, healing mm. them, and uh, miracles happening in the name of Jesus. So in the name of Jesus. he is working. Now the yes. question is, are we going to work with him? He has opened the nation. He well, can change the direction, the trajectory of Christianity in Iran. And are we? Are we awake? And friends, that's exactly yeah. the question that we're going to get into coming up in our next segment. Okay, so y'all stay tuned with us after we come back from the break. Hey, everybody, CC Eccles here with the One Life Podcast. Join me every Monday at 7 p.m. as we talk about everything that pertains to life. If you need a little encouragement or a little inspiration, then meet me right here every Monday at 7 p.m. You can listen on Google, Apple, Spotify, Breaker, and iHeartRadio. You'll be so happy you tuned in. Ciao, Bella. Presenting 
our all-new audio devotionals entitled A Few Minutes of Faith, biblically-based devotionals geared towards strengthening the daily walk of the believer. A Few Minutes of Faith provides you with the devotional from the Word of God steeped in solid biblical doctrine, all in usually less than five minutes. Think of it as your audio Bible study on the go to help you stay connected to the vine of Christ as you go about your everyday life. Check out A Few Minutes of Faith, available only on PodPoint and on Apple Podcasts. Go to www.podpoint.com backslash Benevolent Faith Ministries and listen now. That's A Few Minutes of Faith at podpoint.com. That's P-O-D-P-O-I-N-T dot com backslash Benevolent hyphen Faith hyphen Ministries. Join us. everybody welcome back to deeper in the word deeper and deeper listen as a reminder you can subscribe and listen to us on spotify anchor google podcasts breaker radio public pocket casts overcast on apple Podcasts, in the itunes store on iHeartRadio, on amazon music on bmc radio on bmc radio on demand and on the audible app in europe also Get to email us at info at benevolentfaithministries.org. Send us your questions and comments for the show. How are we going to know what you guys want to hear about if you don't let us know? Amen. Also, and if you got questions for Dr. Shariat, then please email us info at benevolentfaithministries.org to send us the questions for him. And remember, we want you to join us every Tuesday night, 7 Eastern, 6 Central, 4 Pacific, for our online church services. Go to benevolentfaithministries.online.church, create a screen nickname, chat along with us during the service, amen? But today, today's show is entitled Divine Awakening, and friends, we're speaking with our very special guest and new friend of the show, Dr. Hormat Shadiat, founder and president of Iran Alive Ministries. Yes, that Iran Alive Ministries, the same one that um, our friend, Ms. Lily Meshi, works at. And so in our last segment, we heard Dr. Shadiat's incredible story about how he got into ministry and how he founded a ride, uh, a ran, I ran a live ministry, excuse me. Say that fast 12 times. But friends, we want to get into, um, in fact, Dr. Shadiat, one of the things that truly amazes me about the work that you're doing and have been doing for so long is the fact that you do it against extreme odds, sir in the face of some of the most oppressive regimes on earth. How have you been able to navigate the censorship and other oppressive tactics that the Iranian government uh, inflicts in order for you to share the gospel so effectively? Well, technology. Mm. <laughs> we, we use, uh, first we use satellite television. You know, satellite signal comes from the sky it's free. Yes. People of Iran, in the privacy of their homes, they can receive that signal without the government interference. And the government cannot stop it. And through that broadcast, we go into people's living rooms and we tell them about the love of Christ. And because, you know, not many people know this. I must say that Islam has experienced its greatest defeat in its history in Iran today. Mm. Majority of Iranians are done with mm. Islam. Mm. That's why they're open to the gospel. 
very open to the message of the gospel. That's when we go to their living rooms with the gospel through satellite signal, they respond. So many are coming to Christ. And did you know there was a survey recently by two university professors in Europe? They asked 50,000 Iranians, what do you believe? That's pretty solid research, 50,000 right. people. Right. And can you believe it? And they published the result. Less than one third of people said, Iranians said, we believe in Islam. Less mm. than one third. Mm -hmm. Another one third said either God is not important in our lives or there is no God. And the last one third were looking everywhere. They were looking at Eastern religion. They were looking at New Age. Of course, they were looking at Christianity, and that's one reason Iran has the fastest growing evangelical population in the world today, mm. with 19.6% growth per year. So it's an open heaven in Iran. People are hungry for the word of God. Our job is to give them the word of God. Now, is it dangerous? Yes. Mm. I get life threats even in living in Dallas. And imagine. they consider me public enemy number one because right. I'm converting Muslims to Christians. Yeah. And the government would love to <laughs> get a hold of me yeah. at, at some point. So this is a history in the making. Iran will be the first Islamic nation that comes to Christ. When I say that, Pastor Rob, people say, are you crazy? Iran becoming a Christian nation? Where did you get that? My answer in, is this. It's in the Bible. I, stole the idea i stole it where did you steal it from i stole it from the lord in jeremiah 49 that is correct 30. yes sir <laughs> yes sir yes sir now not only do you make an impact with your ministry in iran you reach other countries in that region as well correct with your satellite tv what other countries do you reach that's right our footprint the satellite yes. signal covers the whole Middle East. But because our programs are in Farsi, the Farsi speakers are number one target, mm -hmm. which is not just Iran. Mm -hmm. Farsi is spoken in Afghanistan and Tajikistan also. Yes. And did you know Iran is the number one fastest growing evangelical population? Guess what is number two? Which country? That's Afghanistan. Wow. And number 10 Number 10 is Tajikistan. So wow. three of the top 10 fastest growing event, uh, countries, we are covering it with the gospel and they understand and many have come to Christ in all three countries. And people, I need y'all to understand, and if you're a longtime listener, you know this. We frequently quote the world watch list that notes the top 50 countries in the nation, in the world where Christians are being persecuted the heaviest. And all those countries that he named are in the top 10. So you can see God working miraculously in these areas. Doctor, let's talk a bit about this incredible book you've written entitled Iran's Great Awakening. Now, in our previous segment, you provided your background story that included an incident um, involving your brother. And all of that's outlined in the book. But you also, in this book, provide a rather comprehensive study of exactly what you were just talking about, biblical prophecy, namely as we see in the book of Jeremiah. Can you speak to what 
your um, understand from the text what it means for the nation of Iran and explain that to our audience? Uh, of course, there are prophecies about Iran. Iran in the Bible is called Persia, and at some point it's called Elam. Mm -hmm. Today, Elam is completely inside the land of Iran. So whenever you read about Persia or Elam in the Bible, that's Iran today. And there are prophecies there. There are kings, Iranian kings mentioned in the Bible. Cyrus the Great, he set the captives free. He's, he not only set the Jewish captives free to go back and build their temple, he paid for the temple. Mm. And so looking at Iran and Israel, I know today is a hot topic, Iran helping Hamas and, and Hezbollah to attack Israel. And I want to tell you this. According to the Bible, Iran and Israel were friends in the past, according yep. to the Bible. Yep. And it, they will be friends in the future. And today, the government of Iran says, we're going to wipe Israel off the map. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the people of Iran are saying, we are pro-Israel. Did you know there were rallies around the world the last few weeks? Pro-Israel rallies by Iranians everywhere. Wow. In Washington, D.C., in Los Angeles, San Diego, many cities in, the, in Europe, Iranians came on streets supporting Israel because that's biblical. Now, mm -hmm. in my book, I study those prophecies. Uh, the main prophecies are Ezekiel 38 and Jeremiah 49 about the future of Iran. Mm -hmm. And they're so opposite of each other. Ezekiel 38 says, Iran uh, will ally with Turkey and Russia, and they're going to attack Israel. That's Ezekiel 38. Jeremiah 49 talks about the war, but at the end, it says, the Lord says, I will set my throne in Elam. And what is amazing is that two, both sets of prophecies are happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. The government of Iran is fulfilling Ezekiel 38. The people of Iran are fulfilling Jeremiah 49. Wow. The government of Iran wants to wipe Israel off the map. People of Iran are growing have a growing love and support for Israel, both at the same time. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. Only God can do that. <laughs> Only <laughs> God can do that. Well, listen, I can sit here like I'm sitting at the feet of a wise uh, 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 a, a storyteller, but we got to move on, friends. And coming up in our last segment, we want to switch gears and speak about some of the work and expertise that Dr. Shadiat has, which might just shock you, and how he believes that expertise can best be used to glorify God, when many people in the world would argue that his expertise does nothing but hurt humanity as a whole. Mm, what in the world am I talking about? Well, find out what it is when we come back from the break, y'all. Hey, y'all, check out the best faith-based radio station in the world, BMC Radio, where we're reaching the unreachable. BMC Radio promotes a wide variety of gospel, dance mix, and old-school music 
to go along with a healthy mix of faith-based messages and talk shows geared towards strengthening your daily walk with Christ. We're committed to providing our growing global audience with well-rounded programming that promotes the gospel while also invoking fresh new approaches to what 21st century evangelism is truly about. Just go to www.bmcchristianradio.com to listen live every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you can have your own show and advertise your business on BMC Radio for absolutely free, free, free. And as I always like to say, who doesn't love something that costs free 99? Again, simply go to www.bmcchristianradio.com and click on the menu for more information. We invite you to join us every day at BMC Radio, where we're reaching the unreachable. Hey, hey, what's good? It's your man's Pastor Rob inviting you to join us live for our weekly online church services every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific. All you got to do is go to www.benevolentfaithministries.online.church. It'll take you directly to the live worship session. If you get there a bit early before service starts, stay and enjoy the fellowship with us and others through our chat system. You can even participate live and chat with our hosts and others during and throughout the service, as well as take notes, download the sermon notes, and request prayer or even join Benevolent Faith Ministries itself. Remember, you can log on at benevolentfaithministries.online.church every Tuesday night, 7 Eastern, 6 Central, 4 Pacific, and we can't wait for you to worship with us. Benevolent Faith Ministries, a virtual church with a real heart for God. Hey everybody, welcome back to Deeper in the Word, where today's show is entitled Divine Awakening. And we're speaking with our very special guest, Dr. Horma Shadiat, founder and president of Alive, uh, Iran Alive Ministries. I keep getting that messed up, y'all, but y'all know who they are. Iran Alive Ministries. They're our friend. They're one of the good friends of our show. Now, interestingly, in addition to the groundbreaking work Dr. Shadiat, that you've done with Iran Alive Ministries, you have a PhD in artificial intelligence from the University of Southern California. Please tell our listeners how you got involved in that and how you see AI making a positive contribution or otherwise impacting your ministry. Yes, well, I was a student at the University of Southern California. That was my interest before I become a Christian. Mm. But God knew, God knew that it's going to be used later on. So, yeah, I got my PhD there, and I did research in AI for 11, 12 years before I become a full-time minister because, uh, what the, you know, the, the church I planted in San Jose, I was doing research in AI in the Silicon Valley. At the same time, I shared the gospel with Iranian Muslims in Silicon Valley, and one by one, they came to Christ. So eventually planted the church and several churches, and hundreds and hundreds of Muslims in the Bay Area came to Christ in that church. Mm. Now, uh, AI was 
uh, has been always my interest. But that, as you know, recently it's just booming and it's coming to the marketplace. It's impacting lives. Now, you mentioned that, yes, uh, the history shows that many people, including Christians, resist the new technology. When yes. the television came out, when internet came out, you know. Uh, so we need to be careful, as you mentioned, that every that AI is just a tool, just yes. like radio, like like a podcast. Yes, it's a tool. You can use it for good, and you can use it for bad. Yes. But the worst thing you can do is to ignore it. Mm. You cannot ignore it. AI is going to change the world the next five to ten years in a major way, major way, and it already has happened. Now, uh, we need to be concerned. Yes. But not be afraid, but be concerned. Uh, um, you know, what's interesting is that the warning for AI is not coming from people who are ignorant, who don't know anything about mm -hmm. AI. Mm -hmm. Usually people who are ignorant, they say, oh, this is up there. Well, this is, we shouldn't do that. But we've got to be serious about it because the warning about the future of AI comes from people who do AI. That's These right. are the top people. That's right. Elon Musk and them, they are the ones who are giving the warning. Now, yeah. we need to be warm, but we also need to use this tool for, for the Lord. And we at Iran Alive, we have already started. We have plans of how to use it. We have already started because of uh, it's a tool. It's an assistant to help you write, to help you do research, uh, any subject that you want. It's a good assistant right now, and we are using it. But we plan to use it for data mining. You know, we have the names of people who have contacted us, a large database we have. Mm -hmm. And through AI, you could look for patterns among those people who are coming to Christ. You can search and find the top people who have great potential for leadership. So you focus your time and resources on the top people who can make impact in, in Iran and around the world. So AI has a future in ministry, but at the same time, it will be used by the, by the devil, with, by the governments like China and Iran to uh, bring injustice. By the way, you know, end times, we, we read that in First Thessalonians, that's, that's in the end times, there will be a great deception that even the elect could be de deceived. Mm -hmm. Now, it's very clear now with AI, you can so easily oh, absolutely. deceive people. Absolutely. Deceive people. Absolutely. You, can, you can make a video with your voice, Pastor Rob, and your picture and your face saying things you have never said yep, and, right. and release that. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. It's That's the scary part. That's the part we have to be concerned with. But again, as he said, my friends, it's not the fault of the technology or the ingenuity that it's crooked. We have to understand these are gifts from the Lord. Just as with any other invention, it is the intents and what is in the hearts of men that corrupts what God gives as a gift and instead turns it into something um, foul. And that's what we've seen happening, not just with AI, but for the proof, look at the internet. The internet was intended to be a gift 
to humanity. Oh my goodness, I can communicate with people I haven't talked to in 20 years, right? And now all of a sudden, the internet becomes a haven for people to steal your identity and other things. That's just what it is. But as he's saying, we have to focus, my friends, on the responsibility that we have to AI. I can't even imagine what you've learned with a PhD in it, some of the elements that come with a, with, with getting a, a degree in AI, some of the, some of the classes that you would have taken. Yes. Well, my field, my research was uh, understanding images hmm. and uh, today's uh, AI is not there, but it's getting there by having a camera, not just uh, looking and getting the pictures, but understanding the events that's happening. Mm-hmm. If somebody doing something wrong, uh, if, uh, if uh, some uh, you know, criminal act is happening, uh, the AI, the, with, with the, with, with the camera with the help of AI could not just recognize faces today, but they can recognize actions mm. and events that, and they can, they can analyze events. So that could be used by the governments. Uh, I am sure that U.S. government has used AI for having these intelligent killing machines. Oh, no question. Soldiers. No question. It's already there. No question. Uh, by the way, what you see, I used to do research for the government uh, when, uh, when I started. Mm-hmm. Whatever you see in the market, the government in technology is 10 years ahead. Yes. That is what correct. What we see today is mm-hmm. 10 years old, mm-hmm. according to the uh, U.S. Uh, military technology. That is correct. That is good. That, friends, that's a whole other show for another day. We can get into that. Maybe we'll ask Dr. Shelley to come back and share more about that. But as we close here today, sir, please tell our listeners about how and where they can support or contact Iran Alive Ministries, specifically where can they learn more about your organization? How can they get personally involved with the ministry work that you're doing, and where can they get a copy of your book? Yes, uh, you can get a copy of the book uh, on Amazon or just contact us and we will send it to you. Uh, now, if you go to ivanalive.org, ivanalive, one word, .org, you will see their uh, list of testimonies. You can click on testimonies. You can get to know what... Uh, we are doing what's happening in Iran, and if the Lord leads you, you can donate. But number one, know what the Lord is doing. Mm-hmm. This is history in the making in Iran, and we need to work to change the direction of what's happening in the Middle East. A lot of things are happening, bad and good, in the Middle East. But in the middle of all the bad things, God is in the business of saving he is saving Iranians by thousands every week. We mm-hmm. need to partner with the Lord. So go on our website, iranalive.org, and one easier way would be just to t- send a, 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 a message. Okay, you get your phone, and instead of putting a phone number, put this number, 85789. Mm-hmm. Put it as a phone number, 85. 789 85789 mm-hmm. and then you text the word iran i r a n if you do that on your phone you will get a set of links a link to testimonies a link to our website a link to some uh, videos 
and also a link to a donate page if the Lord is leading. But number one, know what's happening. Number two, let's be connected. Sign up for our emails and newsletters. You will be encouraged. The minimum, even if you don't get involved, I want to encourage you. I want to serve you. I want you to know the Lord is alive. He's doing miracles. He's changing nations. I hope these messages and testimonies will encourage your heart. Sign up. Let's be in touch. Yes, my friends, you heard it from the man himself. Make sure y'all do um, exactly what he said. Text the word Iran, R-A-R-I-R-A-N, excuse me, to 85789. That's again, texting the word Iran, I-R-A-N, to 85789. So you can stay in touch with Iran Alive Ministries. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. You are welcome to come back anytime. Thank you. You're a good friend. Pastor Rob, and uh, what you're doing is amazing, informing and encouraging the body of Christ. God bless you. God bless you, sir. And listen, God bless y'all for listening. Don't forget, you can subscribe and listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Overcast, on Apple Podcasts, in the iTunes Store, on iHeartRadio, on Amazon Music, on BMC Radio, and BMC Radio On Demand, and on the Audible app. Also, don't forget, find us on the web, benevolentfaithministries.org. Log on now, learn more about our giving partnerships and how you can be the church without the need for any building. And of course, don't forget to log on this and every Tuesday night, 7 Eastern, 6 Central, for our online church services. Just go to benevolentfaithministries.online.church, create a screen nickname, chat along with us during the service. God willing, we'll catch y'all next time. Holler.